Hello, everybody. It's me, Trevor, from Trevents Wedding and Event Planning, and you are listening to Wedding Confessions, the podcast. I'm here with my guest co-host today, Ole from Bojic Photography. How you doing? Thanks. I'm good. I'm really excited to be here. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me. You just got back from a pretty exciting adventure in Costa Rica. Yes, I recharged my batteries, and now I'm ready to rock and roll this season. Ready to take on the wedding season? Yes. I wanted to talk to you about something that I noticed that you're really good at. You're really good at getting people to kind of come out of their comfort zone when you're shooting their photo shoots. How do you do that? We worked on it maybe for two years uh, because we were really shy people. Like me and my sister, it was really hard for us to deal with customers. Your sister is who you use wi- as your second yes, shooter. Yes, she's a second shooter. Um, we were trying to get the secret knowledge how to make our clients happy, how to, how to good get a good photos. We were trying to find the best locations, uh, best techniques, best editing. And then we realized that it's just emotions. That's the most important. And then we focused on how to get emotions from people. You're really good with people. And I love that about working with you because you're always making the couple, the wedding party, and anybody else that you're taking pictures of comfortable. And that's huge because I've seen photographers out there that don't have that magical ability. If if I don't make couple comfortable, I feel uncomfortable. Ah. I don't like to be uncomfortable during the wedding. And, and that relates, that shows in the pictures. Yeah, it shows. It shows, especially when I don't feel comfortable. One of my favorite things that you've done, and I talked about this on one of my past episodes when Francesca and Mike were here, where you climbed a tree. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? So t- tell us about that picture. Uh, because we have our vision. We have our style, but everyone is different. We cannot do same photos for every couple. We have to do something different, and couples, they have their vision as well. We do Pinterest board with our couples, so we, we like to see what they like. And then we process it, we adjust it to our style, and then come up with something. And Francesca, she loved that idea about the photo from above, uh, autumn style, there's leaves around, brown leaves, like different... All the different colors. Yeah, colors. It looked amazing, and I knew we have we can do it even better. And she wanted to be on the floor. Yes. Not on the floor, on the ground, in the dirt, with all of these leaves around her, and you were going to be above. Yep. She said that to you. I need to have this <laughs> shot. Yeah. And maybe three, four days before the wedding, we saw the forecast, and it said it's going to be raining. Uh I was so disappointed because I wanted to do that shot. And then I even uh, suggested to do maybe that shot on the other day. So like for free, we can go another day because I knew it's important for them. So if it rained, you would go back there. Yeah, maybe next day, maybe next week just to do that shot. But on the wedding day, we were lucky. It was a nice weather. Beautiful. And during, because we started with first look, then some shots in that area and because we met one week before the wedding we had a chance to go there and, and check because out the they grounds. amazing people it was nice to talk to them 
and we spent spent a lot of time just talking, just browsing around, and we found that amazing place for the first look. There was uh, stairs and lake on the background. It was like on a hill, so you go on the stairs to the hill, and then you have a view to the lake and just trees with all the breathtaking, colors. just amazing. And so when you found that area where you were gonna put her on the ground, get her all dirty. Did you know you were going to climb a tree? I knew I have to climb something. <laughs> I expected different tree, maybe something more solid. That was like <laughs> the skinniest, yes. saddest little tree. It was two of them. So my left leg is one on one tree and my right leg on the other tree. Wow. And just wobbling, shaking, but it was fun. It was amazing. I saw Francesca's eyes. She was scared. For you, <laughs> she was scared. And for her as we well. We all were. I was over her. But it was just, it's just amazing what you as a photographer will endure and how above and beyond you will go to get that magical shot for the couple. Good on you. Trying. And this is why I love to work with you. We love to work with you too. Uh, yeah. Honestly, you. because everything is goes smoothly. So we today is a, a interesting day because it's the first time that I'm bringing in a bride and her bridesmaid instead of her husband. Her husband is very shy and didn't feel comfortable doing this, but the bride, Lisa, really wanted to do this, and I really wanted her on the show. So we're going to get the point of view from a bride and her bridesmaid, which is which brings up a whole new storyline for weddings i've had experiences with bridesmaids in the past where they're incredible and supportive and wanting to be a part of this wedding where i've had others who just gave up didn't want to be a part of it thought it was a nuisance a pain in the ass so i remember once specifically there was a bridesmaid that didn't show up for hair and makeup everybody was there getting their hair and makeup done getting fun pictures and she just didn't show up and the bride was so upset about this she sh she ended up showing up with about five minutes before the limo was going to come to to take them to the ceremony and bride was devastated bridesmaid didn't care didn't apologize she had her hair and makeup done already but didn't even say hey i'm doing this on my own how sad it's just uh, brides should be careful who <laughs> they choosing to be bridesmaids? Unfortunately, I, I saw I saw those thing things that you're saying. Like I remember wedding uh, morning, they doing makeup, and so bride usually she goes last or first. That time she went first, so she was almost done. Like just the lips and touch ups. She was waiting for ad other girls, and there was two girls doing the makeup, hair and makeup, and they they were terrible. They were so picky. Mm. Then they started to fight with the makeup artist. Ugh. And Bride was like, come on, girls, that's my day. Like, chill. Relax. Chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's okay. I'm happy. That's, that's the important thing. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes people get selfish. When the bride is a little bit high strung or anxious or that term that we all love so much, bridezilla... <laughs> Sometimes it may not be fun for the bridesmaid. They they are there to support. Regardless to of her mood yeah. and her yep. personality. Yep. And a good friend will do that. A good friend will help talk the bride off the ledge if she's having a breakdown. Yep. 
This bride then proceeded to, sorry, this bridesmaid then proceeded to get really, really drunk and belligerent at the wedding to a point where she ended up taking the mic away from the maid of honor who was speaking and started just going on this drunken rant where it got so awkward and uncomfortable. I actually had to go to the DJ and say, pull it cut the cord, turn the sound off. We got to get this girl off the stage. (laughs) It was so awkward. And this poor bride, she was nothing close to a bridezilla. She wasn't hard to work with. She was such a lovely girl and did not deserve that. But this is the beauty of weddings. This is what every wedding is different and unique in its own way. Different people, but now we have a story. (laughs) Now we have something to talk (laughs) about. And they have a story as well. I bet. So we're going to take a quick break right now. And when we come back, Lisa and Kelly are going to be here. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. My name is Oleg Bozik from Bozik Photography. You can check our work at bozikphotography.com. Also on Facebook with the same name and Instagram. B-O-Z-H-Y-K Photography. I'm Trevor from Trevents Wedding and Event Planning, and I'm here to help make your wedding dreams come true. I offer full planning, partial planning, and of course, wedding month management. So check me out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. My handle is at Trevents Planner. And go to my website at www.trevents.ca. T-R-E-V-E-N-T-S dot C-A. We are back, and I'm still here with Ole from Bojik Photography. Yo, yo, yo. And now we are joined with Lisa and Rick. Oh, no, wait. Rick's not here. Lisa and her bridesmaid, Kelly. Hi. <laughs> so let's let's talk about this before we talk about anything. Where's Rick? Why is Kelly here? Uh, <laughs> Rick is just not really interested in this sort of uh, shenanigan. Um, <laughs> it is shenanigan. Shenanigans. It is. Uh, yeah, he's not one to be the center of attention for anything really whether it's a birthday party or a wedding, wedding. <laughs> so so he kind of opted out of this scenario but i'm glad you let kelly come yeah well i i i just loved working with you and loved your personality and your wedding ended up being so awesome that i couldn't not have you here so we had to figure out something creative <laughs> Uh, I remember when I first reached out to you and said, hey, do you have any interest? And you were like, yeah, I do. I want to do it so badly. And then two days later, you're like, Rick doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And I was like, can I do it by myself? And, and I said, like, no. no. <laughs> I said no originally because this is supposed to be about the couple. But then I started thinking, well, you know what? Sometimes it's it's fun to do things differently. And why not have a different perspective of a wedding and have a bridesmaid come in to talk about her point of view of the wedding and how awful you were to work with and challenging Very it was true. to deal <laughs> yes. with. So welcome, Kelly. Thanks. So Basically her work wife anyways. So yeah. You two <laughs> work you together? That's a great way. Yeah. Let's talk about your relationship. So how did Kelly become one of your bridesmaids? Um, well, we have worked together for probably four, four yeah. and a bit years. Yeah, a little over. Um, and when you can bitch yeah. about stuff together, that becomes a friendship. Yes. I so totally agree. That's <laughs> telling that's secrets and bitching. That's the best kind of friendship. <laughs> and then you must have done something right. Cause she asked you to be one of her bridesmaids, her only bridesmaid. You had a maid of honor and a bridesmaid. Yeah. Yeah. And you were very helpful and oh. Lisa <laughs> was very happy with you. That's good to hear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody confirm it. I think somebody, um, and my mom was actually like, 
well, there wasn't a whole lot your bridesmaids and maid of honor had to do. And I was like, yeah, well, it's because we had Trevor. So there wasn't a whole lot for us to do in the first place. So you're welcome, Kelly. I know. I do have to thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We really didn't. I felt like I really didn't do much. Like, Lisa was such an easy bride. So (sighs) thanks. You were a really easy bride. I think I was. I mean, people's perspectives might be different, but I think I was Whose perspective is different? Rick's? Um, Because he's not here to defend himself, so you can say whatever you want. That's very true. Uh, No, I think everybody was okay with how it came out. What made you want to hire a wedding planner? Um, Well, we were at, which one was it? Canada's Bridal Show. Um, And my mom and I were just there kind of looking at what was available. And as we were walking around all the vendors, my mom said, you know, you really need, you really need a wedding planner. (laughs) I mean, it was always on the list of things that I would have loved to have, but obviously it's a cost that people think maybe we don't need this. Yeah. A lot of people think that. Yeah. So I think having someone else tell me you need to help getting your shit together. um, I was like, okay, uh, I'm allowed to spend this money on this kind of area and i'm grateful that you did yeah <laughs> but you're so our so we met at the bridal show it was you and your mom your husband wasn't there no and then we met again after the bridal show with rick yeah i had to convince him of this yes. expense now and then i had to convince him that i was worth the expense now yeah. and your initial consultation our first meeting was like none other to ever follow this I made you cry because I started hitting you and smacking you and yelling at you and I said I love it more more more." (laughs) no that's not what really happened what (laughs) happened um I don't even really know how the topic kind I think you just asked a nice simple question and all of a sudden all the feelings that I was feeling came bubbling over and it was just to do with how everybody kind of had opinions and how I'm a people pleaser so (laughs) so I'm like uh how do I keep my parents happy Rick happy his parents happy and myself happy and it was just at that moment I was like I can't do it I remember, and you started to cry, and I felt like such an asshole. Can you imagine, Oleg, if you're at a, a we're meeting in a Starbucks, with a new client at a Starbucks, <laughs> and they and you make you say something that makes them cry? How awful would you feel? Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah. So you're I like, left, what did I do? I always come home and cry. <laughs> I left that meeting and was I, I called my mom because I often call my mother after my meetings to tell her how they went. And I was like, there is no way they're gonna hire me. I just made her cry. Oh. But then you hired me. I did. And it was. <laughs> love tell me about rick so how did you meet him what's Uh, your love story our love story began on plenty of fish (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) um yeah we were both on plenty of fish and i think i had on my profile something like send me your favorite gif jif however you want to say it um i believe it's jif jif yeah um and i believe he sent me the one of the penguin kind of walking on the snow and its friend kind of smacks it over and it falls. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay. Um, Yeah. And we just started talking and hanging out. Um, 
our first date was at a it's like a chocolate kind of restaurant dessert what do you remember what that place is called in port credit no i have no idea what you're talking about like everything is made with chocolate yeah it's like all desserts and chocolate and stuff wow um shoot that's gonna bug me um but yeah we met there he was between hockey games and he agreed to meet during the day because i said i don't know how creepy you're gonna be i i want (laughs) to meet you in daylight totally valid yeah um and responsible yeah yes that's me your mom would be proud (laughs) Um, it was during Movember, so he was doing the, oh the mustache scenario. Has not gone back since. Men so. should never go on dates during Movember <laughs> if they don't normally have facial hair. Yeah, well, but, well, it worked for you guys. It so. was good. I told him he wasn't as creepy as I thought he would be. Even so that with was the mustache. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because I prepared myself for that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I spilled chocolate on myself, and typical Lisa. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, and then we just kept dating. We moved in together a um, couple years later, and here we are. How did he propose? It was... And you can tell any version of this story that you want. <laughs> <laughs> it was at a beautiful castle. No, um, it was... I meant because Rick's not here to oh, interrupt. Oh, beautiful castle is your house. <laughs> My tiny, tiny house. Um, yeah, it was Christmas Eve, and... We had been doing um, just regular presents, and we weren't really kind of crazy Christmas people at that point. Like, we celebrated with my family Christmas Eve, his family Christmas Day. But um, this morning, like Christmas Eve morning, he was very interested in when we were going to do presents. He was like, well, okay, when do you want to do them? And I was like, oh, after, after breakfast maybe. He's like, okay, we're cleaning up after breakfast he's like do you want to do presents now you ready and I'm like okay all right so we're kind of opening some presents and then he gives me one final one and I pull out um two stockings and he was like you know we need some stockings if we're gonna start a family together and I was like oh that's so cute because we didn't have stockings before then and then he kind of grabbed at one of them and he was like, there's a little nugget in this one. Oh my God. <laughs> and he's like, so, so sweaty and awkward and sweatier scared, than usual. sweatier than usual. Uh, and he like pulls a ring out and I'm like, Oh my God. And he's like, you have to stand up for this. <laughs> Cause I was sitting on the couch. Aww. And so I stand up and he kind of, I don't even remember what he said, <laughs> but, um, Will you marry me? Yeah, probably something to that <laughs> extent. Um, yeah. Look at that. That's so cute. I love that. I love Christmas proposals. And now, so now you're engaged and you have to plan this wedding. Mm-hmm. So you go to Canada's bridal show because it's right after Christmas and you have nothing. No venue, no date, nothing. Mm, no nothing. No nothing. We knew probably October at that point. Yeah, you wanted an October wedding. I remember that. And that's what we were looking for when we went venue shopping. So yeah. we went to a few different venues in one day, had some adventures, but you ended up settling on a venue that we didn't even go to, a venue that you had seen prior to us even meeting. Yeah. And that was a venue that you ended up picking, the Harbor Banquet and Conference Center. Yep. Is that their full name? Yep. Yeah. Beautiful venue right on the water. And the date that was available for you 
was in October, which was perfect. Yeah. It wasn't over Thanksgiving, which was what you wanted, but I was no longer available. I know. I was already booked. So tragedy strikes. I can no longer be at your wedding. So we have to make a decision. Do you still want to work with me leading up to the wedding? But on the day of the wedding, one of my lead assistants would then rescue the day and take care of you and be responsible for everything. Or do we stop working together and you find someone that you want to work with that is available on your date? Womp, womp. <laughs> so it was a very difficult decision for you to make. And Not difficult. No, wasn't that difficult? No. Okay. You made the decision that you still wanted to work with me, obviously, because yes. you're here today. And Tanya would now become your go-to person on the day of the wedding. So we made sure you met with Tanya beforehand, you and Rick, to see if you guys jived well and that you're okay to work with her. And you were, and she's amazing, and that's why I am able to do this with her, and you got her. Boom. Done. Boom. <laughs> but then you also had someone at the wedding that was very helpful to ma make sure that the day runs smoothly. And that's our photographer who's here today, Ole. I hope all was helpful. You were great. It was awesome. So how did you guys come to meet each other? Uh, well, Oleg was one of your kind of contacts and mm. you... One of the suggested. people that I love to suggest to my couples because he's amazing and him and his sister do incredible work. So he's one of my, I call them my army of vendors because they go to war for my couples or our couples. And you met with him, you and Rick, and I think I was there too. Yep. And we had a Same nice- Same Starbucks. <laughs> we had a nice mm -hmm. coffee together. There were no tears. Good job. <laughs> And <laughs> you got the job. What was it like from your point of view, the wedding day? So you, your days are long when you work a wedding. Like from the beginning, it was uh, nice because we already did engagement shot with Lisa and Rick. So we knew each other. Okay, so we, it's much easier when we already have some experience. Uh, so I went to, to Lisa. And you were at the hotel while yes. they were all getting ready. And they, Lisa being Lisa, super positive was really easy it was upbeat uh, positive always yep. laughing and smiling yep it was it was r super cool easy but to take I photographs but i get <laughs> some pressure on me why do you know your mom oh <laughs> yeah i <laughs> asked i asked lisa's mom i was like have you seen photos from the engagement what do you think and she's like honestly i don't like them i was like why no way did you know this? like why Ooh, you didn't <laughs> i was like why but you so hold on. Let's talk about the engagement shoot for a second. Mm -hmm. This engagement shoot was very different from most people's engagement shoots. You had a vision, Lisa, yeah. that you wanted for this photo shoot, and it was. I did. What was it? <laughs> um, I wanted a very natural, quote unquote, natural engagement shoot where we're at our house and it's just pictures of us kind of hanging around because you always see those engagement shoots like they're in an industrial place, and I was like, you've never been there before. <laughs> That's so dumb. Um, but clearly, um, quote unquote natural is not, um, the best for pictures because we just made stupid faces. Like, but you were being you. We're being us. Yes. Um, those don't do well for nice pictures. <laughs> for your mom. Well, no. for me too. I, I was very self-conscious about all the double chin action that was happening. <laughs> but your mom, she told me you wasn't natural i was like okay 
Okay, I have to make sure this day is going to be everything good. So, but it was cool. So was your mom happy with the wedding pictures? Yes. Okay, okay. thank God. <laughs> well done. And Kelly, what was it like for you to have your picture taken so often? Because you were there getting your makeup and hair done at the hotel while Ole was there shooting pictures. Yeah, it was um, weird, I guess. Um, also because I don't really wear that much makeup either. So then once the makeup was on, I was really, really self-conscious about it. Because you're not used to it. Yeah, because I'm just not used to that. And it wasn't even that heavy. I don't think, I think at like one point um, when she finished the makeup, I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> with <laughs> this. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't want this. And then um, she made me take a picture with you, I think, at the window. Um, and at that point, I was like, you know what, whatever, it's fine. It doesn't look horrible in the pictures. So I'll just, it's fine. And I kind of went with it. But, um, and then afterwards, when we did, like, group shots and whatnot, it was, like, no big deal. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun at the hotel, too. I showed up at the hotel that morning yes. on my way to the other uh, wedding. Yeah, and I you had fun. I, we had a great... We did our own little photo shoot, you and me, Lisa. And our little boudoir photo <laughs> shoot. <laughs> we had our own little photo shoot that nobody gets to see the pictures of. There's just you and me, private pictures. <laughs> Although, maybe I'll share one for this. Go for it. They were really <laughs> cute pictures. They were fun, yeah. Uh, you can see my giant Spanx hanging out from underneath my little robe. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I may, I wanted to make sure that I was there at some point because we worked so closely together and for such a long time that I didn't I wanted to make my, I wanted to show you that I loved working with you and and up wanted to make an appearance. And, and it was relaxing kind of having that jokey feel come out. So that was nice. I love the jokey feel. Jokey feels. We we also so one of the things that bonded Lisa and I was our love for drag queens and we both Yas Queen <laughs> yeah, God. We both watched RuPaul's drag race and were able to talk about that and her favorite drag queen is my least favorite drag queen, which is Yeah Thor ca Thor. Caused a little bit of uh friction at first, but we got over that. <laughs> But one one of the things that I loved the most was that you used one of RuPaul's songs for your bouquet toss. Yes. I've never seen... And recently on a podcast, I actually talked about how people use unique songs that are really customized to themselves. And that really helps with the soundtrack to their wedding. And it's not just like the typical songs that you hear at weddings, but you used RuPaul's Supermodel as your bouquet toss song, which was just so cool. It's so empowering. It's so <laughs> empowering to Come women on. and men and drag queens <laughs> everywhere. But you also, you sent me a video the next day uh, of you dancing to one of RuPaul's more recent songs. And I don't know if it was me that suggested it. How, some, somehow it came up in conversation that I thought you should post this video and tag all of the drag queens in it just to see if yep. you could get any attention and you did yeah two of the drag queens bb zahara benet and liked it and uh who's it shangela, shangela. yeah who's my no, favorite bb zahara benet commented she did and shangela liked it yeah so. that's a big deal it's crazy so you one of the, uh, while we're talking about music you had a very specific song and choreographed motions for your ceremony processional Not motions well, we entrance to, times <laughs> fine the timing had to be at exact moments of this song which yes. kind of made it like a choreographed motion yeah or okay, dance sure. if you will and what was the song uh back at one brian mcknight can you sing it 
I know, I should have been a performer. You should have recorded it for your wedding. Well, my surprise to Rick, one year anniversary. <laughs> With a boudoir shot. Oh, yes. So You down, Oleg? <laughs> do the photos. Do you remember at the rehearsal, we choreographed it? Mm-hmm. We, you were there, Kelly. I do. You were I can part of this. even remember her yelling at me while she was singing that Go! Song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you not hear it? But there's this, there's this, uh, the song just kind of grows, like the, t- the tempo changes and I don't know the musical terminology, but there's a point where it just gets to this heightened part of the song and that's when the doors swing open and oh, Lisa and her dad are there I and it's know. their turn to walk. So it was, there were key moments to this par- portion of the ceremony that just had to work. So we, co- we practiced it a few times Mm -hmm. to make sure that everybody knew. And then Tanya had to learn it too, because she had to be there to kind of snap to the music and tell people when it was their turn to go. And how did it turn out? Did it work? Uh, I think so. I mean, when they started playing the music, I didn't even realize that people had started walking down the aisle. So I was kind of panicked. I was like, I hope it turned out. You also, so there were two other parts of this wedding that were, that had music involved that were really special. One of them was your father-daughter dance. Yeah. Which, uh, from what I heard, brought tears to everybody's eyes. And even when you were talking about it and telling me about it, it was so emotional. What was your vision for that? Um, So my dad and I had a video back from when I was maybe just under a year old and we were dancing to not the song that we ended up dancing to but kind of like a slow motion song and uh it was just really cute and I wanted that to be a surprise for my dad so all throughout the wedding process we had this idea that we needed um screens or projectors to be able to play this and the venue told us it would be an extra cost so we started thinking, okay, maybe we don't need this. And my mom was like, no, this, this has to happen. So she made up this whole kind of story for my dad that she wanted to do pictures of Rick and I since we were little. And like, this is her dream for the wedding. So she kind of convinced my dad that they would pay for this kind of extra cost to have the projectors there. So sneaky. I know. (laughs) My mom had to make it so such a big deal that these pictures were there um but it was nice to have those as well that was wonderful um but yeah so during our father-daughter dance uh this video was playing and I don't think my dad realized at first and I had to say look look over there and he saw it and how cute is that though to have even the pictures that came from it of sometimes it's hard for me to photograph these moments because you were crying like I almost (laughs) Sometimes I do. Oh. Your eyes water up. <laughs> but I have to do a job. Camera. Yeah. Well, the photos were amazing. Okay. Because you I'm can glad. see in the background your dad and you as a baby and you now as this beautiful woman and him dancing at the wedding. Like, what a what a full circle moment. I know. Beautiful. Good idea. And I'm glad it was able to happen. We have so many friends that have young kids now, and they said they went home and took videos Killed of that. them dancing with their kids. Oh, so. you can't duplicate something so special. But then you also wanted to have a special dance with your brother. Yeah. 
so my brother has autism. He's a year older than me. Um, and there's not really a whole lot that we do together, but one thing that really, really makes him happy is certain songs. And if there is something that brings him joy, you really see it on his face. Like he gets this smile that you never see in pictures kind of thing. And I decided that I wanted to try to do this dance with him. And we would play kind of a medley of all of his favorite songs. And then this would lead into a song where everyone could come up and dance. And which was which was Footloose. Yeah. And that's a good song regardless. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but totally was a good song. So kind of we had talked to the DJ about all the things that could possibly go wrong. We could have said, all right, let's get up, get up on stage. And he's like, nope, not going to do it. Unpredictable. Yeah. So the fact that it happened and he was super happy and dancing, like, oh, I got so many good pictures of him having that real true smile. So those were really special. That's awesome. And we had a little bit of controversy with your DJ. Mm-hmm. So you're, I've talked about this a few times now on the podcast because it affected quite a few of my couples where our the DJ that we had hired was somebody that I worked with on a regular basis who's an incredible DJ and still is to this day, but all of a sudden just stopped showing up to the weddings and the events with every excuse in the book possible. And so after it happened too many times for my liking, I... I decided to go to my couples and tell them this story. And and he always sent another DJ to show up and do the job, but it wasn't the DJ that we hired. So who knows who this DJ was, whether they were going to do a good job. So I asked Lisa and Rick whether they would prefer to risk it or shall we find a new DJ that we can really rely on and that I was really sorry that I had brought this awful person into your your lives (laughs) and you chose to we went with a new dj and he was wonderful yeah he's a good guy just so happened that he was one of the djs that this other dj sent to one of the other weddings who i also work with quite often now because he is a really good dj but this isn't something you want to hear six weeks before your wedding or was yeah it was about a month and a half before your wedding yeah because that is stressful. And I, th- what I'm supposed to do is n- take away the stress from you. But this was something that could... Imagine if you found out that I knew this was happening and it happened to you. You'd be upset with me, right? Yeah. So I have to protect myself as well. And unfortunately, it caused a little bit of stress. But we found somebody fast and you were happy and he played the music that needed to be played and all was well in music land. I wouldn't even say it was stressful because when you told us, you already had a plan in place. So it wasn't like, okay, here's this big disaster. Fix it. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, here's this disaster, but I have these three other names. Cool. So that was nice. Okay. So then it wasn't stressful. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Was there anything in the process that was really stressing you out? Um, I'm kind of looking at She's Kelly looking here. looking at me because I did something. <laughs> what did I do? No, what did you No, 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 no. What I'm did you do? I'm thinking because I probably complained about something to her and I'm not thinking about it. Um, I think, oh, maybe waiting on my wedding dress to come in because they yeah. kept saying that coming, it would it would come by a certain date and it wasn't there. Um, 
and I had this I wanted to add like little straps to my dress and it was never quite right so the extra lace yeah oh that extra lace and damn said, that extra lace and they were like well we don't have enough to cover this and but sometimes when you order a dress it takes a little bit longer they uh, they always like for you to order a dress eight to nine months beforehand but we ordered it well before that and it did take quite a bit of time and it's hard to find the dress when it's just overseas in a box yeah. shipping over they were like it's in detroit and we're like why did it go why to detroit, detroit? <laughs> uh anything else that you can think of i remember you were you were a little bit stressed out about the candy bar. Oh, the table buckling. This was, <laughs> I, for some reason, had this nightmare that all the candy at our candy bar would make the table buckle. And it was just a nightmare. And I was like, what are we going to do? Um, but no, that was just a <laughs> crazy fear that never transpired. And how did the candy bar turn out? It was good. We needed more candy. No way. Yeah. Not enough candy, huh? Yeah. Because it was on like one side of the room. So the guests that were on that side kind of saw it and noticed it and got in there right away. So I could hear some of the other people saying, you have to leave some for people on the other side. Were people fighting over the sour keys? Uh, Did any I fights mean, erupt? I don't think there were fights, know. but I mean, people noticed like, oh, you took a lot. That's... <laughs> That's I noticed lot. that. I yep. wanted to photograph that so <laughs> you have evidences. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the picture yeah. evidence of who did it. All the empty uh, <laughs> empty containers. <laughs> oh, like got pictures of people leaving with like candy <laughs> under their yeah. under their arm, <laughs> sneaking out with it. Walking around, just taking a little piece at a time. Was there anything that stressed you out, Kelly, as a bridesmaid? I don't think so. I think everything <gasps> was like really Steph's easy. dress. Oh yeah, that was Steph is my maid of honor from Arizona. Um, so that's why she couldn't be here today. Um, she was the first choice, Kelly, just so yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I no. figured as much. <laughs> <laughs> just causing some tension there for work on Monday. Um, yeah, so the zipper at the back of her dress kind of popped just before we were about to walk down the aisle. And everyone's in the room trying to figure out how to pin it sew it who knows what tanya was up underneath the dress trying to so sew this it is, together this is the beauty of tanya tanya is a seamstress is that what you call somebody who sews a seamstress I think so, yeah. yeah so she's always i love it when tanya is at any of my weddings because i know that if there's ever a problem she'll fix it with her little sewing kit her mini version of my oprah and she she fixed steph's dress yep thank god yeah and we said, just don't bend down. Yeah, I remember Kelly she was <laughs> up at the altar or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she was trying to fix her dress when you got up there. And she started to bend. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, stand up. And she was like, no, I, this is my job. I'm like, that is not your job anymore. Your job is to not split the dress <laughs> don't split down the dress. back while you're up there. <laughs> and you had quite the party that night. It was the dance floor was hopping and you guys were partying till late what's it like at the end of the night what happens you kind of forget about all the stuff that you have to bring home after <laughs> it was uh it was a little crazy i think my parents were trying to figure out how the heck they were going to box up all of these flowers that we didn't bring in with us so kind of kelly her fiance kynan a few of our other friends they were all there at the end of the night helping because you don't want to leave the flowers. No, no. And otherwise, they just get disposed of. Yeah. 
So kind of those big ones at the end of the altar. Um, Rick's parents took this giant uh, bouquet home with them in their Uber. They were like, "We, you need to take something. That's so so funny. they're in the, their Uber with the giant bouquet. Um, but you got through it. We did. You had an amazing party. Great day. Good people. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming, even though Rick wasn't here. Thanks for having us. Kelly, it was nice to see you again. Thanks for having me. Ole. <laughs> hey. See you at the next wedding. See you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Please make sure you subscribe and also follow me on Instagram at Trevents Planner and at Wedding Confessions.